Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Right, well, last night we got another set of Exchequer returns, an Exchequer surplus of five billion in the first seven months of the year, compared to a deficit of five point seven billion in the same period last year. So pretty remarkable at the headline level, anyway. Joining me now to dig a bit deeper is Grant Thornton tax partner Peter Vale. Morning, Peter. Morning, Gavin. Great to be back in the studio. In a nutshell, what's gone on is, is tax revenue is up substantially and, and we're spending mm-hmm. much less on COVID supports. So if we take income tax first, the July figure was 18.7% ahead of the same month last year. Explain. Yeah, and okay, as you called it at the start, it's a bumper set of figures across the board, all three tax heads performing strongly. And look at an income tax, I suppose it's really a reflection, Gavin, of wage inflation, earnings growth, a buoyant employment market, and we've seen that now. We've seen strong income tax figures really for the last year. You know, we've bounced back well and truly from pre-COVID levels across all tax heads. But look, you know, really we're almost at full employment, strong wage growth, strong wage inflation. That's what's driving the income tax figures. And there's really, I think, of all the tax heads, there's probably least uncertainty at the moment. There's uncertainty across all of them, probably least uncertainty around that if you're trying to predict what's going to happen further down the year and indeed next year. VAT was 12.9% ahead of the same month last year in July. Is that a good result or not? Yeah, like, I mean, I suppose the department, there is uncertainty out there. I suppose the department has to look at signs that maybe things are about to change. And the VAT number you called it out at the start is probably the obvious one. Still strong. Still 13% up on July last year, which is good. But it was more than, you know, the growth rate for the first six months of the year was more than double that. So maybe signs of a slowdown in spending. People are still spending, but a slowdown there. And again, if you look further down the tracks, where we are now, we've got interest rate hikes, so a lot of people paying more on the mortgage bills. That's going to reduce disposable income. And also, you know, inflation sort of pushes the numbers up in some ways, but, you know, staple goods, children's clothing, essential items, they're VAT free. So you're going to have, they're going to go up. You have more money spent on that and maybe less discretionary spend on the higher VAT rate items. So I think further and also probably an inclination, inclination to save more, which we're seeing as well. I think we're going to see that probably for the rest of this year and possibly next year as well. So probably concern, more concern around the VAT numbers for later this year. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get a handle exactly on what's going on and, and to what extent inflation is, is playing a role in, in uh, this growth that we're seeing versus the prior year. I mean, clearly it is playing some role. But when you talk mm. about the, the rate of expenditure slowing down compared to the level of growth mm. we saw earlier in the year, is that not just a function of earlier in the year, the comparisons were with a COVID period, whereas now it's kind of not so much... I think it is to an extent. There's no question about it. And the department have called that out and called the, you know, the base here on this lagging. We're probably seeing the end of that now, that, that lagging. Definitely, yeah, there was a bit of a bounce. In fact, you know, we know things bounce back very quickly. There is that. And it's just a slowdown. I mean, people are still spending more than they were. But we're just seeing that slowdown. As well as the concern of the department is, what's that the start of? And is, are we going to see a continuation of that with all those other factors? And of course, look, there's so much uncertainty out there. You know, if you look at, say, the corporation tax number, that's booming. Absolutely yeah. booming. I mean, nothing in July, but June, really, really strong. The June numbers are really important because they're an indication of full year earnings for 22. So if that yeah. continues into November, we should see really strong bumper corporate, corporate tax returns in November. But huge uncertainty because it just takes, you know, something seismic and obviously lots of uncertainty on the global front. You see a reduction in earnings. We've got 10 companies paying half the corporate tax revenues. Something happens yeah. there on the, on the corporate front. Earnings drop. You see a reduction in corporate tax figures. You see maybe wage deflation or stabilisation. You see a reduction in income tax, less disposable income, less fat, 
less transactions, less capital tax, less stamps. So, you know, you can see where the department is prudent and looking for signs that maybe anything these numbers indicate, we're, we're approaching that, but like a lot of that is dependent on global factors. Yeah, and, and as you mentioned already, if we just look at the July corporation tax, I mean, it's not July isn't a big month for it, but no. there's no, nothing to worry about anyway is, prob- is probably the way to put it. On the consumer, we're talking about how the VAT figures it's hard precisely to interpret what's going on. There is maybe a bit of a clue in excise receipts. Mm-hmm. They were down 10% on July of last year and one of the reasons being cited is is people buying less booze. Yeah, and of course there were some reductions of course in fuel tax as well which will feed into they that. They were mentioned as well as part yeah, of the reason. Yeah. yeah, and there's a bit of to and fro. So yeah, po- probably that. And again, there's uncertainty out there. You are, I think, going to see uh, an increase in savings, Gavin, for, you know, for the next few months until maybe some more uns- more certainty and confidence comes back. But, but still spending there. But you look at the other tax heads, the ones we don't talk about as much, capital gains tax, that's, that's well ahead. And again, the department will point to maybe other one-off factors. But overall, CGT is up. People are, there are more transactions, asset values have gone up again, comes back to inflation, uh, asset inflation, that is that is fueling some of the growth. Yeah. Maybe artificially t- to an extent across all the numbers, but still overall, again, it's, it's a really strong set of numbers. We should remember some of the retail sales data we've had over the last couple of months has been a bit weaker. Prob- maybe isn't quite making it into the exchequer returns yet. When would you expect that to start coming through in the numbers? Yeah, and you might see some reduction. I suppose that could hit CGT, could hit stamp as well. And of course, we don't know then what might happen in the budget across those tax heads. I don't think very much is going to happen on any of those fronts. But like talking about property, will something be done in budget 23 for, for landlords? There aren't many people shouting for landlords, but landlords are important. We yeah. want to keep them in the market. So, you know, maybe there'll be something done there in terms of tax on rents, which is good for tenants as well. Yeah. I'm going to return to the budget in just a moment. But before I do, I want to ask you a bit more about corporation tax because, mm. as we mentioned, uh, you know, it's just another incredible set of numbers. In general, obviously, there's this whole question of the OECD reform process and what's going to happen. That process isn't really going that well in terms of actually being brought into practice. Mm. We could be waiting a long time before these reforms are introduced, if ever. It, look, yeah, I think we will see some reform, but I mean, politically, it hasn't quite fallen off the agenda. But, you know, we, we had a talking to some of our colleagues in, in Europe and Germany, in fact, last week, and we were talking about, like, what are people worried about in Germany? It's kind of have a hot chair this this winter. You know, it's just fallen yeah. off the political. It's not gone off the political agenda, but it's it's not the same priority that it was. So that's going to be factored in. It's going to, you know, originally this is going to happen in 2023 in terms of the, the minimum tax rate, the higher tax rate. Now it's, it's 24 I'd say we're looking at 25 and that and other reform as well and some of the reform of course is good for Ireland because in some ways if the tax rate goes up to 15% on the face of it, that's going to increase corporate tax revenues and yes there will be some other things that like pull away some of our taxable profits but all of that's going to be pushed out it looks like now and it might be almost a perfect storm because when it does come in it could be the time of these IP allowances that we've talked about before, valuable allowances that groups would have claimed would start to expire, which on its own, in the face of it, all other things but equal, we see corporate tax revenues go up. So, you know, you've got things pulling both ways. But on the global tax reform, you're right. I mean, we're just, there are other things, there are other priorities now. It's not a priority for most governments. It will come in, but you probably, I think it will come in, it's your question, but it not come in. It will, it's in our interest. We don't want countries going alone. Digital taxes, that's not good for Ireland. So we do hope there is a consensus, something comes in consistently across Europe and indeed wider afield. Um, it, it is going to come in, it's just delayed. Finally then, if we finish by talking about the budget, looking at all this money coming in, I mean, there's got to be scope to do a bit more than they're doing in terms of cost of living, isn't there? A cost of living, yes, and there will be a big spending package there. Will tax cuts be a big part of it? No, I don't think so. 
So I think, you know, let's talk about it, you know, an additional billion in tax measures. I think that's the extent. We'll see some tinkering of the, the bans, some credits probably particularly aimed at people who might otherwise move to the top rate. So I think quite a bit maybe for middle income earners. There was talk about a 30% new tax rate, middle tax rate. That seems to have fallen off the agenda a bit. So I think we'll see something around playing around with the bans and the credits. Not an awful lot else. Don't think we're probably, you know, hopefully see something for landlords and for tenants and for the housing sector in general. Other taxes, capital gains tax stamp, I doubt we'll see anything on those. Yes, Pascal is very much preaching prudence. I don't think uh, there's going to be any change in that between between now and Budget Day. We leave there, Peter. Thanks very much for that. Grant Thornton, tax partner, Peter Vale there. Back in just a moment. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.